Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Keel Podcast. I am your host, as always, Alex Keel, alongside me, the inside of the insiders, <gasps> Tyler Keel. Seven minutes left, and the Leafs are up by one, face off deep in the Toronto zone. Will you quit this? <laughs> Sorry, the Leafs are on, It's they're, they're playing the Knights right now, they're up 2-1, and they're on a penalty kill, and oh, good save by Freddie. Okay, sorry. Yes, it's one of those episodes that if I uh, if I sound a little distracted, I apologize. You are distracted. This is literally the, a recipe for disaster. We have two hey, people. Hey, hey, knock on wood, knocking on wood. The we last have, time they did this, Leafs won. Knock on wood. We have two people with attention disorders. Of course, that was this. You course, have ADD. Was, I have Dallas. ADHD. Didn't we? Yeah, we, talk, we said this last time, too. Yes. Yes, we know. Everybody knows this. I'm just saying. You're just saying? It's a recipe for disaster. Yes. But, talking about the Toronto game, we have breaking news coming from the Vegas Golden Knights uh, well, locker room. Uh, yes. Eric Halla did something to his knee. That could probably, if you have a weak stomach, make you hurl and stuff. Because, well... It bent the wrong way, boy. He got checked in the boards by Marlowe, and it looked like his skate got stuck in the boards, and his knee went one way, the rest of his body went the other way, and, yeah, that knee, and it just is not good. It, it was... It, Needless to say, he was stretchered off the his ice. ACL, his MCL, LCL, meniscus, broken. For those of you who have watched uh, Surf's Up before. Broken, 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 broken. Yeah, it was not a good Yeah, Surf's Up, you know, the one with the penguin, you know. Hi, I'm Cody Shia, Maverick. Shia LaBeouf, yeah. No, nobody? Okay, all right, sounds good. Well, you know, we were we were lonely children. Yeah. Um, But no. Uh, yeah, that was kind of because all of a sudden I looked down for half a second I'm just making sure I have all of our notes here all of a sudden I looked down and Eric Hall is driving in pain I'm like okay he's either hurt or he's Mike Ribeiro yeah we, we he was hurt that was hurt we were we were talking about what we were going to do for the show and that's what I just said because there's a literally what I just said did I hear no, an echo no you didn't say that I'm saying that like, the basement, but we were talking echo. about the Brendan Lemieux hit which we'll get into a second yep. and then all of a sudden me and you both look up and I'm like did we just miss a headshot? <laughs> well, okay, then I saw him holding his leg because you don't you're not writhing in pain if you got knocked in the head. You ain't moving. But as I saw him grabbing his leg, I'm like, because I saw the same thing happened uh, uh, in the Davenport game this weekend with Blackburn when he got incidentally not incidentally, but he got hit and his knee bent the wrong way and immediately gloves flying off, grabbing the leg, and now you never players. It's. You can tell what kind of almost what kind of injury they have by the way they react, by how bad it is. There are some players that you know, like obviously when people players embellish, it happens. Um, we'll I.e. Marshawn. Uh, yeah, we can get into that in a second too. It's just I, I look at that and I'm like, well, because that's what like those guys like kind of spoiled it for me. Sorry, I'm shifting myself over here for a second. So, but I see that and I saw Hall. And I'm like, you know, Hall is not that kind of player. And then, like I said, I saw the replay and I confirmed it. And just those injuries are just not good, and especially especially for Vegas. What, what's the stat? They're um, they're averaging under two goals per game on the road, which is a league worst. Stazzy's already out for what was it six months again with this knee injury, torn meniscus we talked about earlier yeah, early on like the show. That. And now Hall is going to be out for a while. Uh, Mitch or Schmidt's still out for what another five, uh, six or seven games, if I'm not mistaken. Because Vegas has played quite a bit, right? So I'm intrigued to see how they're going to respond here. I mean, Flurry's been looking great tonight, and Flurry's head is up and down. So it'll be interesting to see how they do this, kind of move forward here. But Vegas is just it. The important question I think we need to ask here: 
Is Vegas what they are this year, what we thought they were going to be last year? I know we, we asked about already, I know, We've I know already asked this question so many times, and I think it's... I don't say so many times, but, like, is it starting to kind of come to fruition well, now? Wait, I mean, well, we talked about this... William, William Carlson, who just signed a one-year deal thinking he's going to get a big bridge contract, he's only got three goals. It's... Wild it's, Bill, the all-time franchise-leading scorer for the Vegas Golden Knights. Well, we also have to remember... Uh, it all comes down to not only w- what you play, but who you're playing with. It's like, it's not what you know, it's who you know, right? Right. So, obviously with, you know, a lot of dressing room changes, you know, obviously Neil's off to Calgary. But Neil's not doing that well, so they really lose a whole lot. Well, I mean, they lost a whole lot in the fact that... You're right, he did. I'm pretty sure if Neil stayed, he'd still play good. Yes, possibly. Because just because you play good in one place doesn't mean that you're going to be amazing in another place. I.e. Peter Mrazek. Uh, I You could say that he did good in Detroit for at a little the, while. At the beginning. And I, has he gotten... I, I couldn't even say he's gotten... I couldn't say he's gotten worse in Carolina because he left on such... At the end in Detroit, it was just that bad. So... And Carolina, unfortunately for you, their goaltending is kind of uh, head-scratching right now. Uh, as far as I can say. You're looking at something very intently on your laptop. You just keep going. Okay. Um, But, I mean, they lost David Perron. They get Paul Stasny. They they get Max Pacioretty. Pacioretty, of course, was hurt for a little bit there. Stasny's out for a long time. You got Hallaby now. Wild Wild Bill's not scoring. The the only line Vegas really has right now is that March So Riley Smith and, um, oh my gosh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head right now. Oh, help, help me, help. I'm watching the game right now trying what? to see who it is on the ice. No, no. I'm, tra- no, I'm trying to see who's on the ice in that William Car- the Jonathan Marshall line. But that line that was so dominant for them last year. I mean, let's put it this way. Is Vegas so bad on offense? They have Ryan Reeves on their power play tonight. Like, I know he's like... Ryan Reeves is a pretty oh, good player. Okay. We're not going to get into this again. I know we went into this. But I'm saying, like, obviously he's the big banging body, but is, is he really going to be the offensive answer? Or are they just that they're trying to find something offensively? I, I think it really comes down to, yeah, that, that, that might just be and it. I mean, because if, you, if you're thinking about it. Is it because Derek Englund's not playing enough? <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Come on now. No, no let's, be, let's be real. The Vegas Golden Knights had everything going for them, their inaugural season. They had the power of the city kind of like roaming around them after the awful, awful incident in Las Vegas with the shooting. And so that really brought the community together. And you had a group of players that had <clears throat> chips on their shoulders the size of an entire bag of all just chips all piled onto one. Actually, more like Pringles just stacked up there. You look have how, a franchise. Look how tiny, like, yeah, that tall. You have a franchise that's never been in this league before, never has existed before, and they make it all the way. So I don't. I don't like the idea of this is what they should have been because they were an expansion team. I well, not think, say should have been, but is this what we were expecting them to be? Is that that's I think the prop, proper question I have for it. Well, here's the thing: I didn't expect them to be all that bad their first year. I th- expected them to finish like towards the middle to the middle did you top. Expect them to make the playoffs. Be real, realistic. You didn't expect them to make the playoffs, though. So. I made. I expected them to be in the first round. That's. Uh, I can. Kind of see where you're going with that one. I didn't expect them to get all the way, but by all means, they did. Um, but yeah, I, 
it's going to be it's going to be interesting. A lot of teams, a lot of teams are having really bad starts right now. Just just putting that out there. Which I did mention in my recent uh, post on my holdthepucks.wordpress.com. Hold the hold the pucks. You're doing blog. that again. I, I'm going to plug it. Yes, I am. <laughs> that was a very good piece. I talked about a lot of teams. Uh, one of the teams we're going to talk about later on the show, um, in the uh, Los Angeles Kings. But like, there's many teams that have had good starts and bad starts. I didn't put Vegas in there because they haven't had the worst start. But obviously, comparing what they did last year, of course, it's um, it's a much you know it's night and day. But like. Teams like Florida are in last place in the conference. But then again, Roberto Luongo is out. Um, that team LA. is not just Roberto Luongo. The Islanders are leading the Metropolitan Division. They're going for three in a row tonight. I think they're losing though right it's, now. It's it's all Lou. That's what it is. Yeah, Lou and it. Okay. Oh, poor Jim. Lou Lamorello buys oh, wins, oh, boys. Close, oh, what a save by Frederick. Okay, um, I'm gonna turn that TV off. It's two minutes left, Alex. You gotta help me here. Um, I'm just saying. I'm just. I feel bad for uh, for Ked. Remember how he bashed Lou and when we had him on during the Eastern Conference preview? Oh well, he's a Rangers. Like, he's a Rangers guy, no right. duh. And the Rangers, well, the Rangers have well, the Rangers are are ex, they are what we thought they were going to be, which is okay. So I'm like, so it's, no, they 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 are who they thought they were. Well, they are who we thought we wait. Hold on, we they are, were who they thought they were. We are who we thought we were going to be. Yes, that just like that. Sort of like that. No, the original quote was, well, they were who we thought they were. Well, yes. and But I'm saying that, that's I thought you were saying that. They were saying, like the Rangers fans were saying, we are who we thought we were. Like that, you know? Um, anyways. For those of you who are trying to go, try to follow this cluster brainstorm that we got going on, uh, yeah. the Just remember way back when, when the Rangers were like, yeah, we're going to basically tank, so They're doing stick a good with job. us. Stick with us. Well, I remember that game against Los Angeles where Henrik allowed that goal from like 60, uh, the wrister from like 60 feet out when he's on the goal line doing the splits for some reason and it slips through his glove. And I'm just like, yeah, they're doing a good job at it, guys. And of course, they're giving Mark Stahl, you know, first pairing minutes. So they're really pressing it. It's like when they played injured Garrett Sparks over Bernier. You play the injured goaltender, he won't play well, they'll lose games. And Austin Matthews is a Toronto Maple Leaf. Well, you're not wrong. He's not, he's a, on so. most of those counts. Yes. Um, but let's get back into this. The meat of the sandwich, song. Uh Do we want to talk about that Elias Pettersson shot that we saw earlier tonight? I mean, we can mention it real quick. Yeah, Elias Pettersson just had a freaking bombshell. So Elias Pettersson against Detroit tonight. They're in They're in the Little Caesars arena, the, the hot and ready pizza arena. Coming down the left wing side. Gretzky-esque. In, West, in West Side Detroit. Yeah. I get, yeah, you're right. Well, they moved in the... Uh, I'd say the central of the city now. The west side of all the good part of Detroit, if you're asking me, but it's like in the heart of the city now with Comerica, Fox Theater. Get with it! Anyways, um, comes on the left-wing side and just... You know what he kind of shot he did, Alex? It was a Jeff Hogan special. <laughs> no, it wasn't because he was skating. He didn't have to plant nothing. I'll put it this way. No, he, he, he put it so far into that... The corner of that net, it didn't even go ping. It went kunk. It would. He hit the. He hit. If the goal, the goal is four by six. He somehow put that puck in at four point oh oh one inches and six point oh oh one inches. If that's physically possible, it's and not it's physically still, possible. Because he, he did it. He because, shot it so hard. You just that, said it was. A, it's he a, shot it into that crossbar. You just and said it bent a, the crossbar in. You literally just said it's a four by six net. 
Yes. So if it's 4.00, that means he'd hit the post. He hit it perfectly on the post and in the net. You mean three, well, he did, he did. So you mean 3.999 something and then 5.999 something. He bent the crossbar with the power of that shot. Hogan special. Walked down the wing and just... That's exactly what he did. He well, did... Well, you know who else did, though? Yeah, pow! Brian Boyle did, but... Brian Boyle. Three oh. times! Brian First Boyle. career hat-trick cancer night in, in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Oh, dude, that was... Well, his first his first goal of the season was on cancer night in New Jersey. Oh, uh, last year. Last year, you're talking. Well, last year, but yes. still. I'm and just saying... Yes, well, absolutely, absolutely. Well, here's the best part. It was... Yes, empty in our Leafs win. Um, sorry. Uh, it was perfect, too, because he scored, he scored, he gets a hat-trick goal, and it is perfect. This one was not a Hogan special because he went to a knee, but he gets a pass across from who? MVP Taylor Hall. Just cannons the shot. The man that with bus on skates, Brian Boyle. Blasts it's a cannon! Him. It's a cannon! I'm so, I'm so happy for him. He beats cancer, or he puts it into remission. I'm I'm so happy for him. I'm glad. I'm He's, he's beating he's, cancer, and he's beating goalie's glove side. How about that, Yeah, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, congratulations, Brian Boyle, and good job, BB. Uh, Devils aren't doing as hot as well they were last year, but then again, that like I said, right now the wild card race. Of course, like I said, we're in November; it's only a month into the season. Pretty tight, though. I mean, there are certain teams that we thought <laughs> to do better. Tight. Tight. There are certain teams I thought that we're going to do better that aren't doing as well. Um, I should just pulled up the standings here, just because I was going to talk about them. Like, where is my mouse cursor? Help I mean, this, me. this is kind of different for us because. I mean, we started the pod the podcast here in what January, January, February. So, yeah. so we never really have talked about it at the beginning of a season before on the podcast. So that's true. Yeah. I mean, we Montreal. we've we've always been talking about oh, it's the middle of the season or oh, it's late season. No, this is early it's the early part playoffs. of Plops, plops. Uh, right now, it's Montreal and Buffalo holding the wild card spots. I'm, yes, I mentioned those two teams. Why are we already up. talking about wild card spots? It doesn't matter I'm yet. How tight it is, man. I know. I like I said. I know it's, it's weird. the beginning of the season. I know. Until we literally hit like January, which is the hot button, basically, like that New Year thing. Is it good to say that there's only? Let me count, make sure I have my math right. Only sixteen, seven teams in the National Hockey League do not have winning records or five hundred below five hundred records. Is that a good thing? Or do you think it's, it's just the too beginning early? Beginning of the season. It's right. too early. We're Vegas, we're getting too far into this. We Vegas need we need to win. talk about other stuff. We need to talk about headshots. Headshots, yes. Let's keep talking about those because those are still in the game. Woo. Okay. So for those of you that are listening, and well, I mean, we we're not. Well, this happened last. Oh wait. This doing? was this was in the uh, the global series. Yeah, the went global sinky between the, the Florida Panthers, Winnipeg Jets, and the Florida Panthers. So what happened was when Patrick Laine scored from his home crowd, they all went crazy. They're all Winnipeg fans. Did so you get a hat trick? Got a hat trick in the first game. I think scored another in the second game, and this is where the hit actually happened. Yeah, the second so pretty, game. So pretty much what happened was, I think the well, it's between Brendan Lemieux, who is who's playing for the Winnipeg Jets, and uh, Shortcheck never plays, but I think because they want to get everyone in, just because it's an experience like that. Well, yeah, it is. A and then we have, and then you have uh, Trocheck, who, who is, is obviously one of the top guys for Florida, right? Who are struggling for offense right now. Keep her moving. Who are struggling defensively? Just okay. Okay, fine. I'll take it from you. So what happens was. What what happens was um, happened was Trocheck had Trocheck Trocheck had the puck right in the neutral zone right going into the Winnipeg Jets uh, offensive zone right before the uh, blue line correct and he goes to make a pass and from my point of view uh, it seems like Brendan Lemieux accidentally 
gets Trocek with the shoulder. Correct. Because from from looking at it, like the initially you're like, uh oh. But at the same time, you you look, go look and look back at it, and then you also like you take watch into, the couple replays from different angles, and then you take into consideration what Brendan Lemieux did right after he accidentally made contact with Trocheck's head. He like looks back and then he throws his arms up like, "Oh come on, man!" Like he he didn't he want didn't that to happen. He, didn't, he was skating down one way straight, the wrong, or Trocheck was kind of standing there. Lemieux went to go. I th- it looked like he went to go hit him, but I don't think he meant to hit him high. Trocheck had his head in the wrong spot, hit him right. high. Trochik was fine. He got right back up. That's why Lemieux only Like, got- he was down for a hot second because, obviously, you get you caught get, off guard. You you're get, like, you get okay, stunned, let's- yeah. All right, am I good? Am I good? All right. You mother trucker! <laughs> well, someone's already fighting with that. Uh, who went after I forget who went after him. But anyways, long story short, Lemieux got two games for the hit. Which he should have because it was a headshot. Like I said, it wasn't a deliberate headshot. He doesn't have a history. Trocek and that's was- why it was only two games. Trocek was fine. I think he got a. I think he got a penalty. If I'm, I don't, he I'm did sure. get a penalty. He got like, a penalty, and then he also you know, got a fighting major. I was able to watch the highlights back and watch it and analyze a lot of those two games, but it's so hard to watch with my stinking work schedule because the games were at 2 o'clock, which would be great afternoon hockey, but, you know, for some of us that work and stuff and things, it was tough. Some of us, you mean all of us? Well, yes. Everybody? So, no, there's probably some people listen to us that probably don't. I'm sure the people listen to 2 p.m.? People in San Jose were, like, getting up for work, and they're thinking, that's a good hockey game we got going here. It's a very good game we got going over here I'll in my, Helsinki. I'll have my cup of coffee, and I'll go to work at the end of the second period. <laughs> there you go. Because it's the, um, the time difference, you know? Yeah, but where was I going to go with this? Oh, like, it's stuff like this, like, we, we, are- we can all agree this was an accident. This is one thing that I went to the Grand Rapids Griffins game just the other night when they played uh, the Iowa Wild. The Iowa Wild. And they lost in overtime, right? They did. Lo- and Actually, no, they lost in the shootout. They lost in the shootout, and they got thumped the next night by Milwaukee. Yes. Grand Rapids is bad, man. I was literally trying to ex- I was trying to explain You're going to skip school next Wednesday, right? No. Come on, let's go to the game. Come on. No. I need someone to go to the game with. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. No. Well, if you, you can find people to go to the game with you, but it's not going to be me. No. But needless to say, I was explaining to my girlfriend, Katie, what zone exits are. And then she, and then, and then, like, it's zone when exits. they exit the zone. It's in the word. Well, I was talking about, like, strategy and stuff, and then also zone entries, and, like, because she likes hockey. Bring she out just, the whiteboard, Alex. I'll explain it to her. She likes hockey. She just doesn't understand it all the way. And she's like, there's just times when I look at the ice, and I'm like, how do you not run into each other? This is one of those situations where you accidentally do. Uh, I see what you did there. Exactly. It took you 20 minutes. I'm tying in. Outside experience you, to the shoe. Yeah, you were making it. See, here's the thing. You could have made a direct line from A to B. You decided to take the nice lap around the entire world, the entire globe, to get back to the point you wanted to get. Your disposition was the same. However, your distance traveled was 200 times longer than it had to be. Hey, it was a shot heard around the world. Mine was a story heard around the world. Count it! Verda. What? Where? Where? Where is this going? Where, what? Anyways. Well, it's going on to the next thing. Oh, you're right. Um. This... Man! Okay, Some, so Somebody get their mans. Speaking of guys with headshots and questionable plays, Brad Marchand's in the news, because it hasn't been only two weeks. Again. Um, so, Boston's playing Nashville. Tough game between two really good hockey teams, right? Brad Marchand goes into the sideboard, tries to lift Colt Sisson sick, misses, catches him high in the shoulder, right? Right in the arm, so maybe a questionable slash, possibly. Sissons decided to throw his head up in the air like he was slashing the face. I've seen it done before. I'll see it done again. I see it all the time from all the way from Pee Wee's up until the pros up until Legends games, okay? Until Beer League. 
called it in beer league before. They're not going to do... Legends games don't do that. Come on now. You're right, because they don't really slash. They're kind of like, hey, I'm not going to hit you. Hey, buddy. Come on. Hey, I'm Ty Domi, but I'm just going to hold you and hug you. Come here, Chelios. Um, so anyway, Sisson throws his head up in the air. Marshan gets two minutes for high sticking on a phantom call. Agreeable. Marshan has every reason to be frustrated about this call. Yeah. So... I mean, it's karma, but yeah. Which is why it's hilarious... That Marshan, while jawing to him, while he's going coming out of the zone, about to go to the box, takes a dive next to him, mocking Colton Sissons. Now, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, oh, is there any? The word irony comes into play here. In the words of Bo Burnham, isn't that ironic? I R O N I C. Glad you can spell it, Alex. Well, that's in the song. That's the I, lyric. I don't know what you're talking about. The water park burns to the ground and a. Pickup truck, it's broken down. Yeah, no idea. It's 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 a song all about irony. Oh, okay. It's called Ironic. It's called Ironic? Obviously it's ironic. Brad Marshan diving after Colton Sisson draws a penalty by embellishment. Now, should the league have caught this? Yes. I then I here's the thing. I They I, did catch it. The Colton Sisson I hit was he fined? No, but he got uh oh He didn't get a penalty for it. No, he got 14 minutes. No, Marshan did. No, Marsh. No, Marshan. Brad Marshan got 14 no, penalty I'm sa- minutes. I'm, no, I'm saying Colton Sissons. Oh, no, no, no. Colton Sissons should have... Because the league wants to crack down on it. There's video evidence of it. So, I know. Listen, I'm going to get to Brad back to Marshan in a second. But the NHL's got to see that and think, all right, Colton did that on purpose. Here's a little slap on the wrist, $5,000. Don't do that again. Or whatever, whatever, like, a decent amount for this is for that. So... Colton Sisson should have been punished for it. In my eyes, he should have been... There should have been some repercussions on his end. Now, Marshan, it's it's like... It's like when you... When you do something... When you tell... It's like, do as I say, not as I do. Marshan's like, hey, what's with that diving, embellishing? How dare you? And then yet, it's Brad Marshan. Do you want to hear Jack Edwards, uh, his two cents after the call was made? Oh, please. Do you want to hear it? Would I love to hear Homer Simpson? Absolutely. Put the mic up next to it, Alex. Let's hear it. Let's All give right. her a go. What's this? Is this from the? This is from. This is from Nesson. the broad, This from. is from the broadcast. In your face! Oh come on! Oh, don't tell me. You turn, no, it, turn, it, turn it, up it's, your it's, volume. It's, here we go. Is it loading? <laughs> That's not what I was looking for. But. No, you messed up. You done messed well, up. Well, I thought it was going to show, I thought it was going to like well, have well, Jack Reds versus, that's a bunch of bull. Brad Marchand should not be getting a grand total of 14 minutes for a one-goal game. This is mush Here's the problem. You'd probably be right in guessing that because it's Jack Edwards. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, if I'm trying to think of it, you know, I'm, I, I still have tried to figure out if there's ever been the type of oh, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay's radio broadcaster. What's his name? Um, I can't think of it. That, but that'd probably be the closest thing in the NHL to Jack Edwards' Homer, because Tampa Bay is ruthless. They are ruthless homers, which they're, which of course they're allowed to be. They are strictly for the regional broadcast for their team, which I understand. But there's. I'm just saying this right now. 
There's no any, any any radio like thing for a team should be a homer. Not okay to an extent though, Alex. You got to, to an extent. Would you say? Not to be ridiculous, but they have to be a homer. Right, but Jack Edwards is just sometimes just out of line. He's he's funny. Like, I mean, (laughs) he's the George Carlin of sports. Like anything, he's He's the George Carlin. You're gonna compare the great George Carlin to Jack Edwards? Yes, because he's funny. Because he says the wrong things. (laughs) George Carlin said. George Carlin said the right things. He said the truth. The truth to set me free. Yeah, the truth about. <laughs> hey. Well, let's be careful here. We have, we have, uh, we have, uh, we have young listeners here. I think I'm pretty sure. Well, then I'll keep it clean. I have a plan. It's gonna be a TV nope, show. No, nope, no. Our <laughs> special called Jump for Jesus. <laughs> and that is it for that one. Because I'm gonna. Woo! For any of you listening to George Carlin, you know why I'm trying to cut Alex off here. Because I, uh, I want to. I kept our, it clean. I want to keep our. Um, Keep on, keep on, our, keep uh, on. Our deal we have with Seat Giant, which we'll get to in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, dude, I I see plays like that. And I hate embellishment. I Trust me when I say I've seen guys embellish before in front of me. I have bumped guys in the back that have kind of gone down to a knee. And guess what I did? I gave them an extra punch just to make sure they knew, hey, if you're going to go down, I'll make sure you go down. It's it's like those type of people that say, you know, hey, I don't know why this person doesn't like me. Like me. Let me give them a reason not to like me. If you're gonna, if you're gonna flop, I'm gonna make sure you stay down. That's yeah. And I just listen. Colton says is in the wrong because yes, you embellished, you drew a penalty, you kind of look dumb doing it. Marshand, come on, dude. You yeah, you, you gotta be you you gotta be can't be kidding. You, you gotta be serious, dude. Like that's you can't do this. I, it I'm was one zero coming to the end of the first period, and. I mean, he was probably trying to send a message, being like, "Oh, I can't believe he called that." The refs, how he can got he a not two minute, it? he got a two minute minor originally for the initial penalty, and then he got a two minute minor for basically jawing at the ref the entire time, and then he was supplemented with a grand ten minute grandioso ten minutes con- ten minute misconduct ten minutes conduct ten for unsportsmanlike conduct. Yes, he really well. Like I said, he probably was mad, of course, and the ref probably was looking at him like he didn't have to drop to his damn knees, okay? Well, that okay, that part that's you didn't part have that to got, drop to your knees like a ten cent hua, okay? That's what that's the part that got me was like he just sit there and he's like you dropped down like really are you get up? What what did Jack Edwards have one time? Get up! Went down like he was shot. Get up! Oh my gosh, it's, it kills me. Two a Boston player. <laughs> it kills me. It kills me. Sean Thornton, by the way. Um. Yes, it was. Um, but man, that was some pretty bad stuff there. Uh, I just, I've never, I've never understood embellishment. I hate it when goaltenders do it. I especially hate when goaltenders do it. it makes gives us a, gives the goaltending union a bad name. Uh, I, I eat Tim Thomas. I hate players. Boston Bruins. Dominic Oshik. Um Yeah, the Dominator. Uh, Freddie's done it. From, I've seen Freddie do it a couple times. Who's another real bad one at it? Every goalie has done Chris it. Chris Osgood's done. Every goalie has done it at least once. I've never, okay, to my knowledge, professional goalies. I was uh, yeah, no, yeah. you were not. Hey, I could have sold the fact that I was getting John at the bench. I could have passed out due to brain contusion. I don't know. That, just, I, I don't know. Just, 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 just. I am just saying. I am just saying. Colton Sissons should go be a car dealership. 
Oh, go. for no. He should go because the he- reason why I'm pretty sure, if anything, the reason why the NHL isn't giving him like any punishment is because because Brad, Brad Marchand took the punishment for him. Brad Marchand, you took the extra twelve. You took the bullet. You did something correct. Sure, <laughs> you took. Let's you go took, with that. If you didn't do anything, maybe would have supplemented discipline. Supplementary discipline would have been advised, administered. That's been a really long day. It's been a long day, and you know what? It's been a long day because you did some expert reporting with a interview with none other than Steve Dangle of the Steve Dangle Podcast. Yes, they did, and Leafs fan reaction. But first, before we get into that, we're going to do the commercial break. With Seat Giant that Tyler did so fabulously a oh, long yes. time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Then we'll get into the interview, and then we'll get right back into the action with another, none other than some coaches getting fired. We'll be back after this. Hey, guys. Tyler here. I love going to games, but buying tickets at the box office sometimes can just be too expensive for me. That's why I use Seat Giant when I want to go to a game. They'll show me the best seats that are available and at better prices than some of the other sites. You can also use Seat Giant for other events like concerts, theater, and more. If you want an even better deal, use the promo code TKP and you'll get 3% off all of American orders on SeatGiant.com and 5% off Canadian orders on SeatGiant.ca. Remember, the promo code is TKP and make Seat Giant your destination to get the best seats at the best prices. Well, welcome back to the show here. We have... Our first guest that we ever had here coming back. Welcome back to the show, Steve Dangle. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good, Steve. Uh, so, obviously, uh, quite a bit, 24 hours. You won't get too far into it there, but uh, obviously, you're one of the biggest Leaf fans in the world, we could say. Um, how, have your, how, have, how have you been this season with the, with the team, the way it's going? Um, it's, you know, I've been handling it to varying degrees. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, things are higher stakes, right, when the team is expected to win. So every loss is the sky is falling, and, and uh, it's funny. It's, it's been a little bit feast or famine with the Leafs because, uh, the, you know, they've won a few games where they didn't look very good. Uh, but uh, they the, the losses, there haven't been many noble losses. Um, losses where they tried their best or looked pretty good and just didn't come away with the win. They, they've had a couple where they looked like trash. So <laughs> I think that's that's been the concern. And meanwhile, here they are with a nine and five record. Well, yeah, and that was I think that's one thing we laugh about is like, oh, the Leafs are like we said not doing as best they could be. However, you look at the last two October, it's almost like we're getting getting even better. Yeah, well, and I, and I think a, a key part of their, their success so far, kind of an unsung hero with all the goal scoring, is uh, Freddie Anderson. He's been absolutely incredible, and I think that was highlighted. Um, I was going to say it was highlighted in his game against the Penguins, but that, that might have been their best all-around game of the season um, because they did a really good job of limiting uh, the Penguin shots. But Fred, with his uh, usual cold October, not anymore. Yeah, and I, that's that was like one of the biggest things. Like you looked, and you know, because last year he played really well, open night against Winnipeg, and then he had the rest of October. This year, it looks like he's being consistent. With that said, though, we haven't seen a whole lot of Garrett Sparks. Now, I mean, obviously they kind of put him in the position because they wanted him to start more games, but it doesn't look like Babs is really going to him as much as people would have hoped. Um, you know, Babs. Bab- 
Cubs, I think, is using Garrett Sparks about as much as they use as, as he used Curtis McElhinney. You know, I think McElhinney got into what was it, uh, sixteen games last year, <laughs> something like that. Uh, you know, he's comfortable with Anderson, and you know, he was very blunt. You know, when he wants to win a game, he goes with Freddie. And it, it sounds to me like if the sports science team didn't step in and say, "Listen, you know, you can't have your." starting goalie playing both halves of a back-to-back. It sounds like if they didn't tell him that, he would just play Freddie 82 games. Um, But, um, I mean, Sparks went great in his last game, so I have no reason not to be confident in him so far. You know, people uh, forget, while McElhinney was amazing for the Leafs last year, he hasn't been great in Carolina this year, and Pickard has uh, one of the worst save percentages in the league. But uh, that's pretty much just par, par, par for the course uh, for the Flyers, right? I mean, like I said, not every goaltender can be hot all the time. And uh, do you think, do you think later on down the stretch, if the Leafs kind of get in a comfortable spot in the playoffs like they were last year, do you think they'll use Sparks more, or they'll use more of their scratches more often instead of kind of burning everyone out? It seemed like before the playoffs, like they did last year. I think they're going to have to use Sparks more, not necessarily down the stretch, but for the rest of the season. The, the Leafs' schedule has been abnormally spread out. I think they've only been in one back-to-back situation. Um, so they're, they're probably going to need Sparks more because the, the league schedule is going to get a, li- a little more uh, uh, treacherous. Yeah, and of course, uh, one of the reasons, the reason, real reason we wanted to bring you on the show here is because you got a pretty big weekend coming up here, a very special weekend to you and as you're taking part in the Eric Lindros Celebrity Hockey Classic for the second year in a row uh, supporting Easter Seals. A lot of our listeners probably don't exactly know when you say Easter Seals. What What is Easter Seals for our listeners at home? Uh, Easter Seals is a charity. Uh, we're specifically raising money for Easter Seals, Ontario. Uh, Easter Seals raises money for uh, kids with physical disabilities. Um, and uh, Easter Seals is a charity that my family has benefited from uh, personally. Uh, when I was a kid, we went to Easter Seals camps. Uh, because um, my sister Rachel has um, uh, cerebral palsy as well as autism and uh, some other challenges, and the the summer camps were just uh, a really unique and rare opportunity to get out of the house and and to do some fun activities as a as a family. So, Steve, this being your second time around, is there anything really different this year? I mean, it seemed like you're really going into this one. I think maybe a lot more, I think, this year with, obviously, Ra- Ra- Rachel's Raiders, Rachel's Raiders remix. Uh, you're one of the captains on the team this year. What What is it different from last year, you'd say? Well, uh, Ken Reed from Sportsnet was the uh, captain last year of our team, uh, Moose Power. Uh, Andy Knapp, another one of the guys on the team, he owns a company called Moose Power. He's sort of our main sponsor, and, and he's going to be given a, another big donation this year and Ken's going to be playing again this year but Ken uh, wanted to pass the torch of uh, being the captain and I, and I was our top fundraiser last year so he figured I'd be good at it and he didn't name me captain because I'm good at hockey because I'm not um, so basically uh, the idea was to sort of get the last year's team together and I wanted to invite a bunch of my friends as well but um, you know we were all going to get about 20 seconds of ice time each, so why not you know, register two teams? So we got the money together, registered two teams, um, 
We have, I think, 30 players <laughs> between the teams. Ken Reed from Sportsnet, Brendan Dunlop from Sportsnet, uh, Harrison Brown, uh, who uh, uh, played um, professional hockey in the NWHL, Isabel Cup champion. Uh, he's got an incredible story. Uh, geez, we get a lot of people. And, and what's also different from last year is uh, our expectations are higher. And I'm not talking about on ice products. No, uh, no. Expectations uh, are low on account of we lost all three games last year. But uh, the the, uh, the minimum uh, amount of money you had to raise last year was $300 uh, per player. Now to play in the tournament, you raise at least $400. Um, we're trying to raise more. Um, last year, I think we eclipsed 300 grand. But Lindros said on uh, my podcast, on my most recent podcast, um, we want to raise over $400,000 with this event. And so far, uh, between our two teams, I think we've raised over uh, $28,000. And between all the teams, and keeping in mind that uh, fundraising tends to ramp up in the final week, we've raised $170,000 so far. So That's so amazing. Pretty proud of that. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. I was actually looking at the Rachel's Raiders uh, yesterday when I was kind of doing some more research into it. Yeah, you guys are looking for fifteen grand. You're a little over ten grand. I mean, that, that's I mean, it's an amazing cause that East Seals goes for. Because I mean, my brother and I, we have a cousin who is autistic. My godfather's kid is also autistic, so we exact we we see it too, and we want to help out. And um, we're gonna put the links down below to Rachel's Raiders. Um, if for all of our listeners in the states, there's also Rachel's Raiders in the U.S. as well. We'll Put a link to that down below when you guys are listening to this. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, it's something obviously that means a lot to you, and that just shows, I think, the hockey community and how much they care for one another. Wouldn't you say, Steve? Of course, you know, and uh, you know, Lindros, uh, in particular, impressed me last year at the uh, at the draft dinner, which uh, we're going to have this Thursday. But last year, he was talking at it and. And, you know, you can sort of tell when athletes are just going through the motions. You know, they often go to these charity events, and they're just really sort of showing face because they have to. But Lindros, uh, not a chance. Like, for for some reason, I, I guess just because he's an awesome dude, um, this really meant something to him uh, to raise this amount of money. And for, for families like mine, uh, guys like... Lindros, uh, you know, make the world go around. Um, uh, you know, one, one of the things they were saying for the fundraising was, I think, a mobility wheelchair um, is about $3,500. It's extraordinarily expensive. It's difficult for families to afford. So if we raise $350,000, for example, think of how many uh, wheelchairs that is. That, that's, or yeah. if you're listening... If you're listening to this right now, and you know, I'd love to donate, but I can't make a difference. Listen, we're not asking for five hundred bucks or a hundred bucks or even twenty bucks. You know, five dollars or something, two dollars, a coffee. Um, because you know, when it comes to these uh, Easter Seals camps, there's all kinds of things. Um, there's all the the counselors, the the meals, the uh, you know, there's arts and crafts. My parents got to you know, take part in like sort of a, like a adult only night where they just got to play like some card games and, and stuff like that. So man, if you donate two bucks and you buy half a deck of cards, you're, uh, you're, you're helping out. Yes, absolutely. Anyone listening 
if they have, I'm sure they have a heart, they'll definitely do so because it's a great cause and it's going to be fun this weekend. I'm sure Steve, uh, thanks for coming on here and it was a pleasure to have you on. Good luck this weekend. And for all of us on Instagram, don't keep your head up because that video was pretty hilarious. You, uh, kind of <laughs> getting taken out there and, uh, by Kobe Armstrong, what he said by, uh, in a bib guy in a bib. So keep your head up out there. Yeah. Um, you can pretty great. I've only, only been to the color bracket twice. Okay. Only twice? Okay, well, obviously you didn't hit him that hard. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can um, you can follow Steve at Steve underscore Dangle. They'll be recording a new episode of the Steve Dangle podcast, which you can catch here on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes. They'll be doing that tomorrow night. Uh, for all of us, uh, for all of you listeners up in Canada, Steve Dangle will be on hashtag ice surfing again tonight. Um, you got a book coming up in March, Steve. You have a you have quite the busy schedule here for you this season. Yeah, and the second I hang up the phone with you, I'm going to uh, uh, make two videos before I go downtown. So All right. It's a uh, busy season so far. Oh, yeah. All right, Steve. We'll let you go here. Thank you very much for taking the time. All right. No problem. Thank you. Take care. Yeah, that's a pretty good interview that you got there, bud. Oh, thank you. It was, it was actually really cool because, I mean, he's been talking about it a lot, Steve has, with the Easter Seals, and um, we're going to put the links Rachel's at, Raiders and Rachel's Raiders remix. Yep, we're going to put those links down below. We're also going to put the link down to the uh, Easter Seals uh, Michigan and the U.S. because you can also donate there as well because they have both. I've actually, the it's right off, um, it's right on the west side of town, Easter Seals is, the headquarters here in Grand Rapids for Michigan, Easter Seals, yeah. Michigan. It's in, uh, it's in the same building as the Chamber of Commerce. Yes, yeah, so I, I guess I've driven by it, and um, it's a real great cause, and I mean, of course, like I was telling him, uh, uh, Jake, our cousin, he has a slight case of autism, and Rock's son, Brock, is yep. autistic <clears throat> as well, and it's a real great cause. We really encourage all of you guys out there to try to go out there and donate, or try to help out best way you can, because, I mean, it's it's hard for those families. It's hard for the families, not just, I mean, the kids themselves, and I... Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard for the families, and it's Especially for the kids and stuff, and you know, I'm I, especially. I mean, we have a lot of experience with Jake, and for him, he had to get homeschooled for the longest time. Right, and, and he only got into public schooling when he was he actually high was school just two years ago. Yeah, so, and even then, he's still. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's a rough time, but obviously, with Easter seals, it just it's it really helps out and it makes it better because, like I said, one of the things you said was the uh, the carts, the, the motorized carts, the yep. And those things are redonkulously expensive, so obviously donating towards that, and obviously the Easter Seals camps as well. And it's there's a lot uh, that Easter Seals does that you don't see, but it, they really help out try to make it for these customers. So, like I said, go to Easter Seals uh, US, and we've got like I said, we got the links down below for the Rachel's Raiders for Steve Dangle. He's at I think twelve thousand dollars of his fifteen thousand dollars for Rachel's Raider remix. Rachel's Raiders, I think, is above ten thousand as well. They're raising an absolute amazing amount of money. It's for a great phenomenal. Cost. A phenomenal, yes, Alex. Yeah, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Our favorite word. Your favorite word. Um, they never would have guessed it. They never would have guessed it. Um, but we really encourage you guys to donate for that. I did donate for that. Uh, I oh, did. did you know? Yes, I did. I How much did you donate? I donated both. A, a good hefty sum. I mean, for what I can. Ooh, he's not going to He's not gonna self-identify. I see how it is. You know what? I. That's okay. I, I, you know, you, you I, don't, I'm admitting this, but I'm like, I, I, I you don't, don't like the praise of... Being someone who's charitable, I just, I just, I like to help. Yeah, and just, just remember for all of you that are out there, it doesn't have to be a thousand dollar donation, even if it's a couple things here and there. And if, if you and take, 
if you decide, if you usually go out and you get your half calf mocha soy latte from Starbucks, Alex. Um, I don't go to Starbucks. <laughs> I work at Big B. I'm joking. I'm saying instead of that, donate something toward donate that instead. You know, take a few dollars off your day or just something like that. You know, you don't you don't have to be a superhero, but be a hero to someone. That's what absolutely. I say. So, yes, and yeah, that was great stuff. Great stuff, and you, I, I don't want to cut you off there, but great Scott, there's bombshells going off, pew, 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 fire in the hole. scaring the dog. Yeah, they should be scared because there's bombshells going off. People are getting fired. Look at him. Look John at his face. Steven, his tail He's running for his life. Oh, look at him. He's cowering under the couch. Okay, so I would be too. Uh, so first, so yeah, so what happened really is we have so, we have a couple firings in the oh uh, a couple oh oh I'm sure the people didn't hear you in Scotland. Um, the Scottish. Yes, uh, John Stevens fired by the Los Angeles Kings this past week, and after a very lackluster start, and was no. funny because he was fired on Sunday or Saturday or Sunday, but he was fired after Los Angeles won. Los Angeles right now is four eight and one. They with nine points. They are last in the entire Western Conference behind St. Louis. Who was been. that game that they won? Oh, let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Wasn't it St. Louis? I'm going to look. Sorry. I just have to make sure of this before How I... How much you want to bet that they were banking that St. Louis was going to win? Well, okay. So, what multiple reports was, of course, from Bob McKenzie, Darren Dreger. The, the decision was made before the game on Saturday. No, they, they beat the Rangers on Sunday. Excuse me. They won. No, wait. Hold on. 28. Yes. I'm Come on, Tyler. You got to get your story straight here. I'm losing my mind. No, so he, losing my mind. No, yeah. sorry. They lose to Philadelphia this past Thursday. They're probably going to fire him. They're getting ready to fire him. Get ready to fire him. They beat Columbus. At this point, it doesn't really mean a whole lot. Just keeping that out there. And they fire him on Sunday morning. Now, with that said, can you really point this at John Stevens? No, because look at it this way: Jonathan Quick goes down. He's out for an extended period of time with a surgery to a torn meniscus. He's out indefinitely. A long periodically time. <laughs> did I say it? Is that what I said? No, it's a, it's a meme time. Oh, I thought I thought you said like I did not say that, did I? Because um, you know yeah. I stumble over my words like this. Actually, can't do I that know. to me. Uh, so this happened before with the Kings. Remember the year he pulled his growing opening night a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. Kings didn't make the playoffs that year. Shockingly enough, right? <laughs> Shocker. And this team was supposed to get better. They got Kovalchuk. They made, and let's be honest, Jonathan Quick lost to Mark Andre Fleury in the playoffs last year. Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm just saying this right now. Thank you to the LA Kings for picking up Ilya Kovalchuk because he's making my NHL 19 franchise look like a freaking. It's an all star team. It's an all star team, but however, they just have not performed. Kovalchuk's, and it's not like Kovalchuk's not doing anything. He's leading the team in points. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, he's good. Unfortunately, there's no defense. You have Jack Campbell and Peter Buda as your goaltenders now help and and like i said the team lived and died on quick wait didn't Budai play for edmonton at one point no no montreal oh that's why remember he remember he remember he's the guy that took his job so i i don't think if, if you're lost like i said i think i was just trying to think of another way to tie in the fact that la is kind of like edmonton oh yeah oh because the whole because gretzky or just because Oh, well, that and also the fact that it's, like, one guy that's doing all the work and then you got a bunch of, like, freeloaders. 
Well, yeah. Well, well. And you got pla- well Miko Koskinen right now. And you've got players that should be good, but they're not. I.e., Drew Doughty and Nuge. <clears throat> well, uh, yeah, Doughty. Well, Doughty's second. I think he's players second, with a lot of problems. Doughty's but top second or third in points on the team. It's not like he's. I think he's got at least ten or eleven points. Well, it's, then you got also. The fact that Dustin Brown's still on that team is ridiculous. Well, he played a lot better at the end of last year, and that was because John Stevens was the kind of coach that he was able to, like, he kind of actually drove Dustin Brown and played better, and it actually helped him out quite a bit. That's what good coaches do. Um, I want to see what Edmonton's score is right now. They were playing. But get, needless to say, I'm going to, while you're looking that up. Oh, poor <clears throat> Miko Koskinen. Everyone's talking about Miko Koskinen for Edmonton, their new backup. It's like, oh, he's going to be the guy to take over Talbot's spot. He's yeah, three, sure, you know, and sure. They're lighting him. Tampa Bay's lighting him up. Um, <laughs> They're really Tampa Bay uh, lightening him up. I shouldn't yeah, have said boys. anything. Oh. Just gonna send it. Shame on me. Just like they're just gonna send so, uh, John former w- former fantastic general manager of the Vancouver Canucks, Willie Desjardins, is taking over the reins. <laughs> yeah, LA's packing it. I'm sure. If, if Los Angeles gets Jack Hughes, and Jonathan Quick comes back fully healthy. That's not fair. No. No. It's not going to work that way. Are you Luck doesn't work that way. I'm just... Have you looked at LA recently? This isn't like way back when with the Wild Wild West. They don't have lucky horseshoes there anymore. You're right. They've they've got bad stuff. Well, they well, let's see. I mean, let's be honest. You would have LA if they returned to form. Nope. You would have San Jose. San Jose, An- yes. Anaheim is off a cliff. They're gone. Poor Johnny Gibson's going to be there for six more years. Gibby. Uh, eventually, Edmonton's going to come back around. What is Gibby Calgary thinking about? Calgary's doing pretty well. Can we make that a segment? What? Oh, oh, you just keep talking. What am I thinking just keep, about? No, just keep talking about it for a second. Where was Calgary? Calgary's yeah, Vancouver, of course. I mean, the Pacific is going to be a heck of a division here in a couple of years. And like I said, if L.A. can just keep a healthy Jonathan Quick and if they're going to get a good draft pick this year, this may be the year to – I mean, there's quite a few high-end talents that nobody's talking about coming in. Um, but I, it's hard to just say, like, one month into the season. It's not like Arizona last year where they went over what, 20. You, you can't say – with. it's hard to look and say, all right, it's one month in, the season's over. I mean, L.A., I mean – Unless they really pick it up and turn things around here in the second, like in the rest of the season, they're not. They're going to go down the drain. Are you yeah. give me that look? What? Yeah. Well, I was, I was saying. I'm just thinking. Like we're talking about the Pacific, and like we have a lot of fans out in the Bay Area and whatnot. But <clears throat> don't you think we should just have like one segment dedicated each week to what Gibson's thinking about? You know, just, just uh, if <sighs> if it works for me, please. What? What's Remember from iCarly, Gibby? Oh, my gosh. What's Gibby thinking about? I'm losing. <laughs> and that's that for that. That's tell, that. Tell, tell give us the weather. For another rendition. Tell give us the weather. It's going to rain. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Dilly. <laughs> um, I... That should have been done when John Gibbons was the manager for the Jays. Oh, my gosh. Yes! 20 games under 500. What? Gibby thinking about? I really should not, have, I should not have started Sanchez again today. That blister of his is too dang big. Why am I trying to push John Donaldson back into the lineup? I wish I had. It would have been the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Can we get in our DeLorean and go back in time and just hand this over to Tim and Sid and just be like, here is your, 
Here is your daily Jays report. What? Here's, here's, here's your coffee, and here's a video, an eight second video of what's Gibby thinking about. And then Gibbons, I wish I had Batista again. And just, a, and just have Gibbons sitting there in his coach's office. You know, hold on, let me get. You, nobody can see us anymore, but it doesn't matter. You guys watched on YouTube because you had done it. But anyways, kicks up and he's sitting there, have like a lip dub over his mouth moving. You know, like they do the bad lip reading. Yeah, just have him lip dub something. Man, oh. man, my dip right now, that winter green is not tasting like winter green, tasting like green winter. And then that'd be it. Just like that three seconds. Sure. <laughs> I'm just something dumb like that, all right? I'd fight for this, man. He's got a Frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> all right. New segment or of the show. Sh- <laughs> for me? <laughs> new segment of the show. What's Gibby thinking about? <laughs> Losing. 75 shots. Randy, help me. <laughs> It's oh, in. Randy. It's, it's in. Oh, Randy. Oh, Randy. No, that's in. How, Randy Carlisle, there's, Randy Carlisle wonders why he got fired and why he keeps getting rehired. Because he can win games for so long doing one kind of system. Unfortunately, teams will eventually beat it because the team just gets too dang tired of giving up 45 shots a game and just keeps getting lit up on the scoreboard. Poor, like I said, Gib, Gibson's a great goaltender. But he's, oh, Lordy. Wait, 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 wait. wait. What did you say on the board? They were, they were getting what on the four, board? 45 shots on the board. They were getting what on the board? 45 shots on the board. He was getting what up? He was getting what up? Shots up? He was getting lit oh. up. It's lit. He's getting lit. He's getting salt and peppered. Lit the oh, fan. No, no that's, that's seasoned, Alex. He's That's seasoned. I'm saying light the grill, but lit. Oh, how would you put salt and pepper on the grill for? The grill is lit. Okay. Gibby's the steak. Okay. He about to get lit. He's a tone. What's Gibby thinking about? This is not lit. <laughs> this is not lit. This is not good at all. Help me. Help me, help me, Lord. Um, name of the episode. What's Gibby thinking about? Please and thank you. Oh gosh. What what's Gibby thinking about? Oh no, not again. Well, they're playing uh, they're playing Anaheim tonight, or they're playing the LA tonight. Excuse me. What's Gibby thinking about? We may have a chance to win. <laughs> no t- tie. Oh wait, oh no. I gotta pull it up because I closed the tab. You close. Hold on. Oh. Get, get get ready. Just look up your history, dude. <laughs> he's, I'm going. He's, I'm going. He's he's going fast. He's going fast like Ricky Bobby. Mama, I'm going fast. There, uh, uh, yep. there we go. Get ready. Oh. oh, dang it. No. What's what's going on, Alex? You're... Except for Kovalchuk, we have a chance, guys. We can win a hockey game. And that's another episode of uh, our rendition uh, or, 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 or edition of uh, What's Gibby Thinking About? <laughs> brought to you by the uh, Anaheim Ducks. <laughs> the Anaheim Ducks and the Kill Podcast. Brought to you by the Anaheim Ducks. But of course, Alex, we cannot forget what happened this morning. Seriously, so, okay. Can you imagine waking John up? Stevens? I can understand. Can you? Oh, hold on. Before before you say it, Run. imagine imagine you know starting your day off pretty crap morning. Have to get up for work. Start working. You put your phone down for. Probably, you're, in, you're in the north. You're in the north Chicago suburbs, and you're about to go into town. I'm talking work. about what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever you're doing, you're probably okay. The people in Chicago probably were getting up for work, you know, time zone. You know, so. he he was getting he was getting morning coffee. You were getting ready to go. Probably around. Probably took the people mover into town. Cause let's be yeah. honest. Well, yeah, 
people over in town, or if you live downtown, uh, good for you. Uh, you're rich. But or imagine, not. Or yeah, barely getting by. There's that possibility. Um, and then you're all of a there, sudden, you're like... And all of a sudden, you, your phone vibrates. And you don't know what's going on. You think maybe a text message, maybe just, you know, an email. Maybe and getting a call from your girlfriend. Well, or it's, or it's, guy it's, friend. It's vibrated, or, it's vibrated once. Or what they friend. Yes, um, and you all of a sudden, uh, you look in your cell and say, Joel Quinville got fired. Oh, Joel Quinville. Joel what? Joel Quinville was fired this morning from the, by the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. I know, I, I got to stop saying that. It's going it's to get, it's, it's get old. It's going to get old quick. The Chicago Blackhawks are 6-6-3. Six, six, and three. It's a good thing they haven't played 18 games yet. Yeah. That last number may have been a little something different. Then it would have made sense. I would have just straight up. Screwed the season over right there. I'm like, yep, we're calling it now. I mean, hey, in the words of a Chicago native, Ferris Bueller, it's over. It's over. Go home. So <laughs> here's the thing. Let's be honest. The Hawks have not – okay, last year everyone expected the Hawks to be still okay, but then they didn't make the playoffs. And now everyone expected them to be awful, but they weren't doing so bad. Yes, they had their bad games, but what – is it really this bad? Do you think Joel Quinville's really the guy? Is it? Is this really the thing you really want to do to get your team motivated to get better? I think, you see, but Chicago is one of those weird cases where, like, look look at their star power. Well, okay, okay you, sorry, go ahead. You have Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves. Those are your two top guys, and, you know, even... Even you could say from when Joe Quinville first hopped onto the scene for Chicago. Back in 2008. Yes. When there was a young, strapping, curly-haired, mullet-wearing-looking kid named Patrick Kane who came from the London Knights. Yeah. It it was really just developing the team, and it was the player's team. Whatever the team was, it was going to be theirs to decide. Either it could be either really good Really bad, but the play the players played and the management took over, and now now but, I think oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm I'm still going off this. I think now, obviously, it's management's decision last thing. But the only reason I could think Joe Quin Joe Quinville could get fired is because Chicago is a system or is a team where they're a team. They're a team. They're a team. They're, they're, the organization is, to put it simply, it's an asylum ran by the prisoners. We've talked about this before, about the whole Brandon Saad trade and all that stuff. Exactly. And, like, I, and here's the thing. This is a lackadaisical management because you've won your cups, you're successful, players are getting paid their money, Brandon Saad's getting paid way too gosh. You're getting much. paid your money, United Airlines is getting paid their money because... You sponsorship know, you know. and tickets and such and such. But sponsors are happy. Everyone's, but and they're still selling out ridiculously. It's kind of weird that way. But let's look at it this way. How many times has Joel Quinville gone on a five-game losing streak? Because that's what the Hawks are on right now. They started out 6-1-2. Uh, no, 6-2-2, excuse me. They Their last five games, they've lost four in regulation, one in overtime. For a team that was supposed to be bad, they started off so well, and it's only a month. Is was there something that was brewing that we don't know about? Because I've never really seen a coach get fired over six, six, and three after you start off so well like they did. Well, I mean, and it's not like he has the worst like 
history in the world. He's the second winningest coach in the history of the Chicago Blackhawks and the NHL. He's 452, and he's 240 on. on. His record with the Hawks is 452, 249, and 96. Only behind Billy Ray's 516 wins. I think la- And right. overall, he's only behind Scotty Bowman in the NHL with, who has... 1,244 wins with a overall NHL record of 890 wins, 532 losses, 77 overtime losses, and 137 shootout losses. It's four numbers. It's Needless to say, well, because don't forget, he's ties. don't forget, ties. don't forget ties too. It oh yeah, ties. Ties. It been ties because memory code. Yeah, so, 77. That's probably and what only a one-time Jack Adams Award winner. <laughs> Yeah, just oh, just one time, you know. Back oh. when Chris Pronger was MVP and Al McGinnis had a bomb of a shot. Of course, that was actually every year. But long story short, Joel, like last year was the first year since two thousand and seven when he's with the Avalanche, right? That they missed the play, that he's missed the playoffs behind the bench. Exactly. So how is it? Like I said, you look at this Hawks team since they won that cup in twenty fifteen. They have not gotten better no they've only gotten worse and i don't winville has done as much as he could behind the bench well exactly and not to mention he's not the only one going down for this this whole staff is yeah well not the whole staff well Alf samuelson kevin deneen they're both out. kevin deneen Alf samuelson and i think that was it that's the only two i saw are you reading what are you reading what are you reading you're reading something i can see i can see your eyes moving Okay, so the team also fired team fired Quenville, Kevin Neen, Ulf Samuelson, and then went on to name Barry Smith an Bar- assistant on uh, the new coach Jeremy Colleton's staff. The rest of the coaching staff is to remain. Jeremy Colleton was moved up from the Rockford Ice Hogs. Ice Dogs. Or I always I, I, I always want to say Ice Dogs, but Ice Hogs. This ain't the IHL. <laughs> um, remember the Long Beach Ice Dogs? Yep. Yeah. Um, Good Patrick, times. Patrick Stephan. Patrick Scott. Needless to say, first round. Um, you, you cannot blame a team's failure on three guys. Well, okay, you can sometimes blame it on the coaches, but it's this is not Quinville. No. There's more to it. Stan Bowman, are tr- Stan Bowman and his staff are trying to divert their failures elsewhere. And now, with a new coach and a rookie coach who is younger than like four or five players on the team, they now they're gonna take the brunt of it now. Well, yeah, he's thirty three years old. Thirty three years old. Uh, Crawford's old. No, Keith's older. He's the Seabrook's 30, older. He's the thirty eighth. Crawford's older. Coach in franchise history. Thirty eighth coach out of almost a hundred years, uh, right? Yeah, no, because they started in nineteen twenty eight. Yeah, they were they were just. Can you quick look that up for me, Chicago? But I think it was nineteen twenty eight. I'm gonna take a wild stab at it because I know uh, the Leafs were official. The, okay, they became the Leafs in twenty seven. 1926. Um, Bruins were 25. 1926. Ah, oh, um, same year as the, same year as the Wings. I uh, yeah, funny. three Stanley Cups. The majority of the original six, including I'm going to consider Toronto, even though the same franchise got renamed, was either renamed or was founded between 1924 and 1920. Six. Yeah, dude. 2627. Roaring 20s. Spend Ruin. that money. Rangers, Hawks, Bruins, Leafs, per se. Mobsters wanted some entertainment. Ice hockey. Who am I missing? Did I say Boston? I don't think he did. I didn't say Montreal because Montreal started way before that. Toronto, Detroit, Chicago, 
Boston, New York. No, yeah. Every team but Montreal was well, yeah. in that three-year span. Well, yes. So, no. No, okay, now you got to look at Montreal. Montreal's 24. I No, no it's got to be 24. Montreal. 1924? 1924. No, 1824. Yes, 1924. Can you look? Oh. I, I need this confirmed, please. All I'm saying is For this. For my sanity. Going back to Joe Quinville. Three Stanley Cups. 2010, 2013, 2015. In the salary cap era where every single year they dump the team. You remember, there's a reason why Dustin Buffins only won one Stanley Cup. Andrew Ladd. I mean, they, they had to literally sell the team so they could make money, so they could, so they could go under the salary cap. Now you have an obnoxious amount of players with too high of that get paid over what they are probably worth, the exception of probably Kane and Taves is questionable. That was just, hey, there are two-star players giving the same amount well, of money. Well, St- Taves has been playing pretty good. This season. Oh no! Wait, because wasn't that? The, oh no! Because Montreal. Yeah, no, it was Montreal nine twenty four. Can you see it yet? Is it true? Nineteen. It's it's before that, dude. Nineteen twenty two. Nineteen oh nine. Montreal Canadiens. Montreal Canadiens. Nineteen oh nine. Oh, because of the hundred. Th- oh, stupid me. Because they played in the NHA from nineteen ten to nineteen seventeen, and, and they that's, played in well, the that's NHL why, from course, 1917 all the and way of course to the Leafs. Now. Debuted in 1917-1918 with the <clears throat> Toronto Blue Shirts. And the Toronto... The Blue Shirts. Yep, so... But, of course, they were... The Blue Coats. They were rebranded in the mid-20s. Anyways, back to, back to Quinville. I, Bush League. I, you know what? St. Louis is doing bad, and Mike Yo has already came out and said, Yo, my team is bad. Yeah, hey, yo. No, 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 I said, yeah. Um, but he's like, he's pretty much said his job... He's, he's admitted that his job should be on the hot seat right now. And deservedly so. Joe Quenville, go back home, buddy. I hey, good old Missouri, St. Louis man. That's where he got his real first gig after he left Colorado. You could say it was the gateway to his job in uh, Chicago. His gateway to the West. Let's get. Well, he went to St. Louis, Colorado, Chicago. Well, gateway to the West. So he went west to Colorado, and then he was still in the Western Conference with Chicago. Chicago. That's funny. I just said Chicago twice. Colorado, Chicago, right? He went from St. Louis. He assisted Mark Crawford in Chicago. Won a Stanley Cup as assistant coach. Went to St. Louis. Became one of the best coaches of all time. Went to Colorado. Helped that team get in the playoff spot, even though they should not have been in the playoffs that year. And then he went to Chicago and built a dynasty. By pretty much, I don't want to say by himself. Stan Bowman was part of it. but he Not took much a, needed good He players. took a group of players and put them in a position to win. And let's be honest, that 2010 team, the... With, including Antiniemi, that was not re- they didn't really there wasn't a whole lot of buying and selling with that team. That no. team was homegrown team. That was, that's the most impressive part about that 2010 team was I think was that like that, those yeah Dustin Bufflin, Andrew Ladd, Duncan Keith. Duncan Keith was there for quite a few years. Antiniemi ran up through the system. Kane and Taves. Those are all draft picks. That's a homegrown talent. Mm, but that, that's not all of them. But that was the. The key parts you're, you're, of that team. You're thinking of key, key things. Well, I'm saying, yes, the key players, the guys that really stepped up for the, that team. The rest. You Chris, have Chris Versteeg. Supporting staff came from other places. Well, yes, but that, but the the core of that team was the homegrown talent. That's what they didn't. By 2015, it was kind of the same, but there was a little more added pieces to it. But that's what made them so good. And now they're just. Wasn't they, that the year that Hosa won it? He was on no, the team? No, 2013. 2013 was... Oh, that's right. That's right. No, no, no. no 2010. 2010. That's right. Because remember, he lost to Pittsburgh, lost with Detroit. 2010. You're right. That's, that's correct. So Bango, maybe, bango. I'll take the whitefish. Whoop. So, but yeah. So, sorry. One guy. My apologies. Yeah. Ah! Um, 
But the rest of that, that core is what I'm trying to say, Alex. That's what made the Chicago Dynasty so impressive. Is they took this really talented team yeah. and turned them into guys that could find a way to win. They took the NXT and turned them into the or they took the Nexus and turned them into the core. That's what happened, boys. No, the other way around. Bad early 2010 dressing jokes. We've got them. I it, it's it's not fair to Quinville. I I don't. I'm not a fan of it. But then again, it's not fair to Flair. <laughs> it's not fair to Flair. Roddy Piper, it's not a kilt. It's a skirt. You skirt-wearing freak. 1990s wrestling jokes. We, we got them. Got em. Ha, ha. Oh, we got it. Ha, ha. Yeah, we got it. Ha, ha. Oh, we got it. Ha, ha. Hot chocolate. What? We got that, too. We got we got hot chocolate. It's upstairs. We got hot chocolate? Yeah. Swiss Miss dark chocolate. Ugh. Good stuff. Give me my milk chocolate with my marshmallows. If I want, if I'm going to get Gross. milk chocolate, I want the most disgusting thing possible if I want yeah. hot chocolate. Yeah. That's how I want it. It's because you're trash. That's how I want it. It's because you're trash. Thank you. I'm glad. Glad you noticed. You know who's not glad? Seven players on the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Chocolate. All right. It's go time. All right. So. Time to Jeff Hogan this up. I'm going to stand right here. And you line up the pass for can me. We, can we get to the details first? Yes. So, here's what has happened. When the Ottawa Senators went down to Arizona, yep, they were seven players yep. that went on an Uber ride back from a hotel or back from uh, probably a bar, go into their hotel. The players were an establishment tough. that sold alcohol hot. beverages. Well, okay, we don't know for sure, but okay. So let's see. The players were Hot Sam Bacho. I mean Thomas Shabbat. Dylan DeMello, Matt Duchesne, Alex Formanton, Chris Tierney, who just got, who just joined the team, Colin White, and Chris Weidman. So, what happened, if you haven't seen the video yet, it's still up there. Nobody's nobody's taking it down yet. Nobody, no, nobody's taking it down. We're see, making fun of it. That's, well, the funny thing was, when I posted to you, I'm like, watch this now before I take it down. Because, like, someone would, you would have thought someone from the team would have found a way. Because the Ottawa Citizen posted it, one of the local newspapers. Which is hilarious, because... M- for the most part, Alex, local news doesn't try to hurt a team. Doesn't try to hurt their team. Usually, usually. I mean, like, now they do players, but <laughs> well, okay, we're, we're gonna get. What pretty much what they said was they were talking about how bad their penalty kill was. They were talking bad about assistant coaching. Talking about they were they were they were bashing about, themselves. Correct, because they knew they were bad. This was like I said, the end of October. Even though it's funny because you see the January 1, 2017, we're just like, hey, this is the year they made the conference final. I'm like, wait, that's Matt Duchesne. That can't be right. Um, so, and obviously, we're going we're gonna to get into this, Alex. Hold on. The rule in Arizona is that you there is, there is one party consent for videotaping. And obviously, Uber drivers, they want to videotape so if they get mugged, robbed, something happens, they have video footage of this. Mm-hmm. And of course, they have to make sure it's okay with the writers and obviously they got stickers from yes well they should if they yes they should okay no that's a, that's a thing they should if they're videotaping that's correct or they should make no, sure it's a should, thing they should like make sure it's that, an uber drivers have to let people know yes exactly because and whether stickers <clears throat> whether it's telling them whatever they must the, have consent. the consent is once you get in the car you're consenting to it and, now, and it's also in the privacy policy of uber but continue correct and Mark Stone's already came out and they said the video was already in their hands before then. Apparently the team was notified before this actually leaked, before the video leaked. That's what that's what the team has came out and said. And before then they were already trying to make the steps towards that right direction. 
This, like I said, this is could be them. Ottawa trying to cut Sounds the sense. Sounds like backpedaling boys. <laughs> the sense, like I said, they're probably trying their best. Hey, when there's crisis, when Watergate happened, you think they were trying to? When you think they were trying to like, they were just gonna sit there and let it happen? No, they were gonna try to fight. They were gonna try to hide everything before it got caught. I mean, it was a cover up of a cover up of a cover up. So, <laughs> <laughs> but long story short, get myself up for this. It's. It's so hard because the players have been quoted, Manu Shane included, been quoted on saying that they did not give consent for for the video footage. Now, what the what I've heard from a couple reports actually was that the driver was just a little to that they did not tip well for him, and calling him a cheap cheap skate hockey player or something mm-hmm. like that. Because as you can tell, if you watch the video, he asked for what team they play for. So clearly, this guy, especially being in Arizona, mm-hmm. so shocker, is not really the biggest hockey guy. He's just okay. This. Well, he's he as an as an Uber driver or like a taxi driver, like you want to create conversation. So obviously, no, like he, he, if he doesn't know, he doesn't know. That's right. He's probably like a fan of like the Phoenix Suns or whatever, or something like that. He probably watches basketball because that's a lot of what Americans do. They like so, basketball. Here so, is where so, I have the issue with it, Alex. What the problem I'm having is obviously you're frustrated. That you may have not gotten tipped well. At least that's what he was. That's what the driver has been said. We don't have the driver's name because obviously you're, they're not going to just put that one out in the open because <laughs> Twitter. And it's what are you gaining from this now? Before okay, now uh, it's like dis- ranting, dude. Total discretion before we go in. The Ottawa Senators players put themselves in that position by saying what they said about the team. Because it's a public place, even though they feel like they're in a private setting, if you're still in public, you're around guests, people you don't know. You have to be careful what you say. Or I'm not you guests, don't. but you're around the you're, public. You're around the public. You gotta be. You if you don't know who your audience is or who's with you, if there's something for the ho- there's something in a closed door. That's something for a closed door. The driver, there is zero good reason to post that. Zero good reason. If you want, like he was mad. Yes, he's mad, but what are you gaining? Three or four hundred bucks so you can take a night off of driving? Well, that's not... He wasn't posting it for the money. Hey, how did it get to the Ottawa Citizen? Because they probably found out. How did it get to the Ottawa Citizen, Alex? Someone probably. had to have sent it to him. Is there a mole in the organization? There may be, but I'm just saying that video got sent somewhere with intention. That's my problem I have with this. Well, then the well, players yeah. didn't want this to come out. They were thought they were, like I said, obviously the Sens, the, the well, players, no, the if Shane, you, if all you, those guys, Weidman, they should have known to make sure, watch what they say around people well, you yeah, don't know. Yeah, of course. If anybody you make, don't know what those people are intentions are, they'll probably think, oh, these guys are rich hockey players that are complaining about something. Perfect. And they didn't tip me either. Perfect. I can definitely screw them over with this. I'm pretty sure that this guy was just ticked off that people that make hundreds of thousands of dollars each year that Millions. they play, well, oh yeah, for a lot maybe of except for Formington. <laughs> Millions of dollars did not tip a guy. So I mean, if it were, it's like it'd be like for me working at Bigby and someone were to come in and order like seventeen drinks at one time. Yeah, they better tip me for making seventeen drinks at one time. Get ready, Alex. It's gonna happen. Trust me. It's happened before. Well, I know. Like, yeah. especially with, like, quote-unquote peak season coming around and people like their nice warm drinks and their hot ciders and stuff like that. No, I, like, I get it. But I'm just saying, but 
Go ahead. Sorry. For service. For this scenario. Where for provided service, that's good. You yeah. expect to be tipped. Correct. And in the case of and you, million dollar hockey players. It's funny. You saw his odometer. You saw his pedometer. He did go on the highway. So it had to have been a little bit of a drive. Well, yeah. And he was also going two under. He was being. No, he got up to 70. Well, he was he was he was running. Around. I don't know what the rules are. He was are. running around sixty eight, but around here the speed limit on the highway seventy. So he could. So who knows what it is out there? And uh, they said it well, was US one thirty one seventy, and that's a U.S. road. Unless you actually, if you get on ninety six and you head east towards Port Huron, there's a stretch between Flint and Port Huron where it's seventy five. Ooh. Ooh yeah. And I think if you go up north of Traverse City, it's about that same thing. Anyways, back to this. Um, where was I going with this? Talking about service and tipping. Oh, yeah. He gets mad. Yes, it's, that, that'd be like me coming home and telling you, dude, there was this one guy that literally... It's the same thing. But since he has video and he's like, oh, these are National Hockey League players. I can players. use it against... It, but that, why? It's not using it against him. It's just like, here, this is what your crappy hockey players did to me. Well, not did to me, but... Well, they don't know that. They just... All the people see until, like I said, until this other information came out, which, who knows? I don't... The story is so construed of, you know, it's like I said, Mark's don't come out and saying, we already had the video, we knew it, we were already taking the steps in the proper direction after this all came out, after it was leaked. And the driver, according to what we've heard, the driver saying this about tipping or whatever. Like, but what, can't you, I don't want to say swallow your pride, but send a letter to the team, an email team saying, hey, I'm really sorry to bother, like, just say something, do a ranting email, I mean, I work in, cor- I work in a retail, retail corporate world, you can send a ranting email, you don't post stuff just to, just to literally get back at a team for, well, he's not getting back at a team, he's getting back at or seven so, players, he's getting back, yes, he's getting back at players that, according to him, gypped him, and it's just, I, I have a problem with, it's a, that, uh, it's, like I said, according to the players, there was no um, there was no consent. So it's an invasion of privacy. And there's going to be legal action taken. You know this for a fact, Alex. There is going to be. And it's okay. That, it's okay. That, that Uber driver has all, all of Uber. All, all of that all, all of Uber, there was Uber Canada, All the Uber, legal stuff. That's that's understandable, but here's the thing. Ubers came out and said this was wrong. This video should never have been uploaded. This video should never have been released. They've already said it. They've already came out and said this was wrong. So they're not going to help him. I, there's so much that's wrong with this. And the fact is, Alex, you know as well as Both anyone. Both parties are wrong. Yes. You know as well as anyone that you're telling me you've never complained about a coach to your teammates. Well, of course I have. And you've done. I it. complain about my coaches all the time. I've done the same thing, but it's behind. Cl- but it's behind closed doors, not on a phone where they and can say it was. There was no consent, Alex. That's the problem we're having here: is that they didn't give consent for this video to be released or to be recorded for this, and the fact that it still came out. Well, the consent thing is where I have the problem. Because you've heard both Oop. sides, yes. Uber drivers, when they are videotaping, they have to give awareness Correct. to passengers. And they and the players, they may have because even if even if someone doesn't give consent to being filmed, Uber drivers have the right to film themselves to be protected. It's the same reason why people that have dash cams, like in 
you know those funny videos in Russia of like the ones I sent, the ones I showed you. Yes, exactly. exactly. No, Pe- that's fine. Do you it. Th- you think the people that are driving around have sh- give the consent to that one driver to have a dash cam? No. But I'm saying like yes, but that's okay when you're doing it like you know to protect yourself. What are you protecting yourself from here? Well, it's just. Are you trying to show the coyotes? Here's what we're supposed to do, guys. See, they're apparently according to them, their penalty kills bad because this guy in my car said, "No, dude, come on." There's no good reason to post this, to send this out to somebody. Like I said, oh, you got a few hundred bucks from a local newspaper from Ottawa because you had some little juicy content on a few hockey players. Made up for the tips that he didn't get. No, I get, sh- good for him. Clap, clap, clap. You have a few more dollars. In- yeah, there you go. You're you're a superstar now because you outsted a few hockey players. And you're and Ottawa, just you looked like all the problems were gone. And, and guess what? Everyone. I have only seen, the only person I actually saw, I guess, quote-unquote, defend this was Jeff Blair saying the player should not have said that in front, of, in front of the driver, which, like I said, I agree. But everyone else that I've heard, I've talked to, it's wrong. Invasion of privacy. It's going to be legal action taken, and everyone it's does it. It's not an invasion of privacy. It's in a public place. But the, the release of the video that without consent, that's the problem we're having here. That's he owns that footage. Yes, but he if he did not he give consent... He can do whatever what he wants. If the players did not give consent, Alex, that's you cannot release that video. That's why there's going to be legal action taken. And it, it's just... Why? What What does he gain from this? All driver? I'm saying... There's nothing good from this, Alex. Like I said, on the other side, no good from this. Well, here's, the th- here's what I'll say. If the players sue him, they're a-holes. They're million it's, it's, dollar it's, hockey. They're million dollar hockey players. What are they going to sue him for? Just strict ethics? No, dollar amounts, Ty. When you sue someone, you sue them for dollar amounts. What are they going to sue him for? A million dollars per person? They'll probably figure something. They'll probably come to an agreement, and I don't know what'll happen. I don't know how the process is going to go. I Whether under, or not it even happens. I understand. What I'm just saying. I understand. Is, though, I understand both sides of the story. Where you're saying that the guy shouldn't have done it. I understand that. And but I, I also understand my side of the story where the players shouldn't have done it in the first place. So both sides... Both sides ha- are wrong, absolutely. Both sides have points where they're completely wrong and both have points where they're correct. But... In their This actions. could have been handled differently. If you're a frustrated Uber driver, putting something up on the internet just to get a few guys in trouble and maybe, like I said, you sent it to Ottawa because it went... It didn't. It's not like he posted it. It went through the Ottawa Citizen. It went through local news advertising. So obviously, there this. had to have been some compensation given for this footage. That's the problem I'm having. All I'm that. saying is this. Tip your servicemen and women, whether they are Uber drivers, whether they are good old-fashioned waitresses and waiters, and also, watch what you say. Don't be idiots. I, it's, it's that, that's, because that's... Even, even, even if the... Even if this video was just sent to me, and it was only sent to me, and it was there's no Ottawa citizen, whatever, I still look at the same video, and just by the video itself, those players are idiots. Because they, whether it was, whether it was an audience of one or an audience of a million, you're bashing yourself, your team, and your organization in front of someone that doesn't need to hear that. That dumpster fire has not been uh, has not been put out yet, uh, as we can tell. You 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 hear other people say it's a dumpster fire. You do not say it's a dumpster fire. You put on that good old fashioned suit that you wear to the rink. You 
do on your tie. You put on that Vaseline smile and you play hockey. That's your job. You don't bash yourself. You don't bash your team. You don't bash your coach. You don't bash your organization. And it's still great because Bob McKenzie said that the Ottawa Senators had to shame in the middle of conversation of, a, of an extension. Well, I it's I don't know. And here's the funny thing: we have not heard a word from Pierre Dorian. We haven't heard a word from uh, Eugene Melnick, which is shocking. But because Guy, they they need to figure this out. Guy Boucher's come out. Has talked about it. This is a PR nightmare, dude. The whole the whole last six months for Ottawa has been a PR nightmare. No, I'm not talking Alex. about just like this. But this, I'm saying, no, I'm saying as like that's an isolated what I'm incident. And it looked, this. it looked like maybe we were past this, past all no. the the Randy Lee oh, stuff, no, the Mike Hoffman, Eric Carlson no. saga. It looked like okay, Ottawa Senators playing hockey. They're not playing well. They started off right, but they're not playing well. But they're playing hockey, and then this comes out of players voicing their displeasures to amongst other players. Unfortunately, in front of a camera where it may not have been given consent to film from a guy who does not know who they are, who just wanted a few extra hundred dollars to... I, I just... Why? Money is money. Money is money. But why in the world... Do, what kind of... What dignity do you have to go to that low? Would you do that, Alex? Would you? Would you oust a play, few players just because they didn't tip you? Well, I wouldn't oust the players because they wouldn't tip me. I'd oust the players because they were bashing their team. Because really? that's me. Really? Yeah. That That's what it would take? I mean, come on, dude. They, you, well, no, I can be completely... You sound like a hypocrite, Alex. That's the problem. How does that make me a hypocrite? Because you've done it before yourself, and you understand players' frustrations when it comes... Well, to- I've done it myself. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'll admit that I've done it. I'm not going to say what coach I did it to or who I said it to. You want to know why? Because I have the brains up here to realize that you don't mention that kind of stuff. Oh, like they thought that this guy, this random driver who does not know who, who, who if he, they, it's if they, that, if yes, they you're right. Set, they it's the set. fact that they didn't know. You don't know where your stuff's going out in these day and age. That's because why you have to watch. thought that a guy in Arizona know who, that's why he said to say Ottawa. So I'm like, oh, they're a hockey. You know, they are. That's why, that's why you have senators to. senators and be like, uh. That's why you got to watch out when you're posting stuff on Social media, the stuff that you're doing online, all this stuff, the stuff that you say out in public, you need to watch everything you do because you know what? If you screw up once, it'll come back to haunt you. I have the smarts to understand that and know that. Unfortunately, like I said, that's that not could, a, it's a, it's a la- it's That doesn't make me a hypocrite. That's me saying, "Hey, but you would, but you're saying you would, it, but you'd find a way to send, like, hey, here's what your team guys from your city's team said." You would do that, even though you've done it before. Yeah. What? Why? What? What's the good? Because, like I said, you get a few extra hundred dollars for the night. Hey, I wouldn't even do go. it for the money. Well, the, but why? I do what's, it for free. What's the point, Alex? It may, that's a that's a real it's, that's a real dick move, Alex. It's not a dick move. Yes, it is. The Patriot posted because, oh man, these guys are so dumb. Let's send it out there and let's see what the no. Why? It's exposing someone. Why? Because they're because bad. It's ma- funny. Because is that why? It's not the fact that it's funny. It's the fact that, okay, if someone's talking crap to you behind your back and I hear it, would you rather me tell you or no? I No, because why? Who are you? Who I don't know who you are. Okay, I'm talking as your brother. Oh, okay. if If someone, if one of your best friends is talking crap about you behind your back and I hear it, would you like me to tell you yes or no? Yes. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. But you're not some so, random Uber driver that I've never heard of in my life and probably will never hear from again. Because, because Ottawa senators don't have best friends. They suck. They're a dumpster fire. So you know what? If 
a person off the street was like, hey, Grand Rapids Griffins, you had some your players that were talking crap about you and everything that are on your team that you're paying. If you said that face-to-face, okay, but you sent it to a publication that here's a video and let them post it do you over think the an, web. Do you think an Uber driver from Phoenix is going to go all the way up to Ottawa, Ottawa or, or, go up to the... No, that's why I said... Knock on the door and be like, I hey, said, yo. That's why I said, Alex, there's, it's one thing if you just send an email to a team, hey, I had a few players that kind of ousted me for money or whatever. They, they didn't tip me. Oh, well, my if, goodness. If what are you going to get from that? Nothing. There could be compensation, or there. The Ottawa Center is something gonna, involved. The Ottawa Center is going to say, "Oh, there's, I'm sorry." There's face to face. You're so. Like, there's no face to face. It's a okay, freaking pardon, email. Pardon me. There's one to one. Is what I'm trying to say. There's no exposing anything. It's just one to one. Close behind behind closed doors, preferably. I'm using quotations here. Then there's no problem. Sounds they, like they, a cover up. Yes. Sounds like you're water gating it. You yeah, wouldn't you? Like you were just saying, this is Watergate. Would you like that if your team got had something like that in the dressing room? Yes. Would you like the problems addressed? Absolutely. But hey, if it's if you have an email sent saying, "Hey, your guys were disrespectful," or whatever, and they said, "All right, we can address it in the locker room behind closed doors, the way it should be," you don't put this out in public and try to like it already was out in public. Not that way, Alex. That video could have been could have been destroyed and could have been left for dead. And that would have been fine. All I'm uh, saying is the this. players would have found out, and the coach would have said, "Hey, this cannot happen, guys. We heard about this. They'll point out the players stays inside the room. Okay, fine. They figure it out. Then they figure it out amongst themselves, which is the way it should be. Having everyone come up to you with a microphone and say, "Why'd you say this to you about your coach? Why'd you say about the penalty kill? Why'd you say this about your team?" That's not solving things. That's trying to. You're literally trying to figure a way to over-publicize something that doesn't need to be publicized. Of course it does. Alex, and you know this for a fact. It's information. You know this for a fact, Alex. The issue we had at Davenport, I'm not going to go into the story. Oh, my. I'm just saying, that never needed to get out. And it got out. It never needed to. And it, there's certain people that are at fault That's for it. how the news works. But it didn't they need to. They report on could, information. And, but it could have been handled differently. And, un, and unfortunately for... You're thinking the, of this as a hockey player. You're not thinking of this... As an information outlet, you're why? not thinking of this as a journalist. You need. Why to think- would I want? Why would anyone? No, there's no journalists across the board don't want this, Alex. There, everyone agrees that this should never have came out. Reporters, journalists, broadcasters, everyone thinks this is wrong. People from the media think this is wrong. Jeff Blair is on the other side of this, but he's the only person I've heard from it that is in this in our industry. Because Jeff Blair is a shock, like journalist. Yes, I know he does. And that. so and yes. Uh, I understand that. Groups like local things, like the Ottawa Senate or the Grand Rapids Press or whatever, sometimes they, they I, you're I, looking for something to, sh- like, people aren't buying newspapers. So if you have on your front page Ottawa Senators, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy, well, bash their own team. It'd, be on, it'd just be on the, is on the web, but I... Uh, well, needless to say, I'm pretty sure that they posted it on their actual newspaper. I understand, and it's just, it's... It's all about the money. So if that's you, the if problem you, if, I have. It's that if it's that if that's what it means for you, great. I we it's know a story. we know we know who you are as a person. It's a I'm story. I'm glad you pointed that out. For I'm glad yourself that you came out here and you said like, all right, this is you came out for money. You got money, great. I know who you are and what type of person you are. That's not a person I would ever want to trust, ever. Well, that's your own opinion then. That is my own opinion. That's why I have this show, so I can voice my gosh darn opinion, <laughs> and hopefully people listen to it, even though they probably don't, because let's be honest. Oh, are you kidding? We, we have great listeners. If they have we have phenomenal listeners we, that have been giving us 
phenomenal listens. And, you know, I'm going to take a hot second here because we've been going at each other. To all the listeners that are out there giving us... If you're still listening at this point and plus, sick of us yelling at each other... That are giving us 60-plus listens an episode. Going Which, by all, the way, for us is a lot. We should probably just keep put that one out We there. started this calendar year getting maybe two listens an episode. Then we got up to five, and we're like, oh, we're getting there. Then we got oh, up to... 10. We hit double digits. We're like, yes. We hit 10. We're like, all right, this is pretty cool. And then we got up... Then to, we did the first dangle one, which got us about 30... Then we got up to 30. And that was huge got, for us. Then we got really And managed. now we just doubled it. We're we're consistently getting 60 listens per episode. This is great for us. We love that you guys are listening. We love that you guys are being able to hear our side of the story. And then we also want you guys to get involved as well. So that's hashtag the Keel Podcast, hashtag TKP. At the Keel Podcast on Twitter. Send us all of your stuff. You that can, way we can maybe feature your tweets. Maybe talk about your questions that you may have for us as, you know, people that watch hockey, people that are living in the Michigan area. You can use the hashtag AskTKP, hashtag AskTKP. Hashtag AskTKP. Goodness, my oh me. It's late. I think we may have a guest next week, and we'll use hashtag for him. We'll use the hashtag ask whoever it is. No, 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 just hashtag for him. (laughs) Hashtag for him or her, whoever ever girl. I still have to do that. I still have to try to get that. The, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but I'm not going to name the name yet of the uh, the guest room next week because it may not be for certain because what I have been told was uh, there may be some rumblings of transactions amongst this team's guy. You know what I'm talking about, Alex. Uh, I'm not going to say anything. Well, yeah. Um, well, talking about transactions, hey, at least this Uber driver just saved the Ottawa Senators a couple million dollars on that extension with Duchesne. Am I right, boys? Yeah, they got a few. Hey, hey. they sent a few transactions because you got a few hundred dollars from the Ottawa Citizen. Hey, I've never heard of that publication before because it's a dumpster of a fire like the team itself in Ottawa. I'm sorry, Brian Five or Six, but and it's funny. Ottawa, Canada. You know what's funny? I didn't see him post a video about that yet. He posted a video about the loss. But then he didn't post I'm sure video. he's still in. I'm sure he's still depressed that uh, well, that's Carlson so bad. left. They lose to Tampa after they had the lead with the under minute left. They lose in overtime in like the first 20 seconds, and then this comes out. Been a good 24 hours. Could have been a good six months. That's what you get when you're a dumpster fire. You're a dumpster fire. Uber's a dumpster fire. Lyft's a dumpster fire. Take a cab. Spend the extra money. No, not really. Just drive your own car. Hey, bud. What? What's Gibby thinking about? Man, I'm sure happy I don't play for the Senators. <laughs> and on that bombshell. And on that bombshell. Thank you so much for listening. As always, for Tyler, I'm your host, Alex Keel. Thank you so much for listening. Befo- what? Make sure, of course, uh, go down below. Click East Seals for Rachel's Raider, Rachel's yes, Raider. Yes, 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 yes. And Easter Seals US. Donate there. Donate your time. Great cause. Please do so. Also, don't forget, Seat Giant, 3% off. All American orders, 5% off all Canadian orders. SeatGiant.com, SeatGiant.ca. We will see you next time. Good night, everybody. Or good morning. Wherever you listen to this. Whenever you listen to it. We're here. You're here. Let's get it on! It's the end of the episode, Alex. Oh, yeah. Um, shoot. Goodbye! Yeah, goodbye. Bye! <laughs>